everyone, we're back with Charlotte Grimmel. On Monday, we spoke about um, how you can overcome imposter phenomenon. We decided to to call it imposter phenomenon instead of imposter syndrome, which I was so excited about. And today we're back and I'm going to ask uh, Charlotte five questions. And question number one is, what advice would you give yourself the night before you turn 30? The night before I turned 30, um, I think I was a bit stressed around like, you know, what it means to turn 30 and the big sort of point in your life and all the things that you are meant to have achieved by the time you turn 30. Um, so I think the advice I would give myself is don't stress. No one has it all figured out. I think I even said that in our last conversation as well, but like this idea of like these societal timelines, um, it's all made up and yeah, maybe like I would add you're in the right place because looking back, like everything was as it needed to be, um, when I turned 30. So yeah. Isn't that so funny how when we're younger, maybe like in our teens, we feel like everyone in their 30s have got it all figured out. And then you're 30, you're like, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think actually the figuring out comes from like figuring out that no one has it figured out. Does that make Right. Like I think that's when you have figured out when you when you have seen past that ideal of like, because now I don't I don't look to people in their 50s and think they have it figured out. You know, I've kind of let go of that idea that anyone at any point in time has it all figured out. Whereas back in my teens, 20s, I still believed that. So I think maybe that's the figuring out. That's true. Although I do hear a lot of women in their 40s being like, I have things a lot more figured out than Mm. I did at 30. So I wonder what that will be like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Question number two. What's the dumbest thing you've done in your 30s? I'm not sure this would be classically, I guess, considered a dumb thing, but I think the dumbest thing I did is has to do with regret. Um, And so that to not like, I guess, tell too much of a backstory, but um, during the pandemic, I lived on a tiny remote island in the middle of nowhere, and it was obviously a very special situation. Um, But while I was there, I think I just lost perspective and didn't make the most of that very opportunity that I had when I lived there in terms of the experience I could have. Like I still explored quite a bit and I did enjoy that experience very much. And I know that that experience is never going to happen again, but I think I have some regret around, I don't know, just losing sight of just how unique that moment in time was. And that like, it's not a matter of, you can just go back and do it then. Um, It was a matter of doing it in that moment. And so there's some regret that, and I think that's a pretty dumb thing because I try to live my life, um, you know, uh, really trying to follow what's most aligned and what is intentional. Um, so yeah, it was a dumb thing for me. (laughs) Although, yeah, I have a few things that now in hindsight, I would have done differently in the lockdown, but at the same time, everything was so uncertain then that with the information that we had, maybe I did do it the right way. Would you feel like that, that just in hindsight, do you feel this way? No, to be like, if I'm really honest with myself, I think I knew this back then because like, I will add, we didn't have COVID. Um, so we were like one of those island bubbles that were completely free of it still. Mm. Um, so our life was quite normal. And I think it was like a getting caught up in the everyday of like, oh, but I have to work or I have to do this rather than like, these were like, I'm talking about like insane, like once in a lifetime experiences that were also only possible because 
this island was locked away to tourism. So we had no tourism. We were only the people who were living there. And so that made so many experiences more accessible that you just, you can't have the same way or far, far, far less accessible when tourism does return. So I think I knew these things and we're talking like, you know, long weekends or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it was like you getting caught up in the day to day and just kind of like, that's what I meant when I said like, it's the loss of perspective of like, wow, here I am in this very unique situation that will never happen again on this like little dot on a map. Um, like I can make that work kind of thing. And I think that's also something that um, helps me though now to be like, I mean, having the freedom that I do have with my work to, to um, prioritize that a lot more often and, and to kind of say like, will I regret not having had that experience? Mm-hmm. Um, what island were you at? Um, so it's called Vanuatu. It's in the South Pacific. Ah. Um, it's not many people have heard of it, but it's like between Australia and Fiji, it's just a lot smaller, which I think is why people haven't heard from it. I've heard of it. Uh, I used to live in New Zealand, so I know because it's ah. relatively close to there, yeah. but yeah, I would not have known it unless I <laughs> lived there. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Question number three, what's the biggest goal you want to achieve in your thirties? Um, it's going to be maybe a bit abstract because I feel like maybe a more concrete answer would be like, I want to achieve X in my career or my business or whatever. But I think to stay true to myself, I feel like I'm at a very good point in my life. And sometimes I think we forget how difficult maintenance of things is, um, especially as our lives evolve. So like what my life looks like right now, I can't just be like, that's it and stay with that. I think it's a ongoing listening to myself and adapting staying flexible and staying true to myself in that. And I think that comes with, or so far at least has come with a level of fulfillment that would be my goal to maintain or deepen in my thirties. But I don't think that's so much tied to, or I don't know yet what exact external factors or what exact expression that's going to be at the end of my thirties versus now. Um, But I think that we often underestimate just, yeah, the maintenance of things. I think that's a beautiful goal. Thank you. I also think if that, if you can do that, a lot of other things will come automatically because of it. I agree. I agree. I think I I very much um, lean into this. I mean, it's a positive psychology theory as well, but it's called broaden and build. Like sort of from positive experiences, more things come. Um, So like an upward spiral essentially, whereas, you know, typically we tend to think, once I have X, then I can be happy. But like, instead reversing that and saying like, I'm going to focus on this fulfillment or being true to myself, like all these feelings, and then the rest will develop from there. Question number four, what was a realization you had in your thirties? Um, that I'm responsible. And I don't know if this is like really in my thirties or maybe started earlier as well, but I think the older I'm getting, the more it's really coming home that like, I am the one to make these things happen. And I like, um, like wherever I go, there I am. It's a sort of saying as well, right? It's like you can change many of the external factors, but if you're not doing that internal work and taking that responsibility for creating the change you want to see, then you're still there, you know, <laughs> like wherever you then went, you're still there. So I think that's something that, um, has deepened or become more of a realization for me in my thirties. Beautiful. And then the final question, how did your life change in your thirties? I would say internally I'm 
much more free and relaxed than I used to be. I think I used to be a lot more attached to maybe whatever what I referenced in the at the start, what life needs to look like. And now I'm a lot more free to like not control so much. And so that's, I would say, internally a change. And externally, I, I became fully self-employed and location independent. And so those are two pretty big changes. Um, so, yeah, I feel like life has changed a lot and it's so far been for the better and in, in sort of in line with that goal I mentioned of staying true to myself, which is a nice thing to reflect on. Amazing. That's super promising for the rest of the years to come. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Um, your Instagram is the, the mind friend and your website, themindfriend.net. You still take on clients. Um, so I encourage everyone to go have a look and thank you so much for your time, Charlotte. Thank you. It was lovely chatting with you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.